Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell with Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to talk on the subject of believers' position in Christ Jesus. Believers' position in Christ Jesus. And we want to use for a text today, we want to use Ephesians, the second chapter, and I want to use verses 6 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. And it reads, And he raised us up together with him, talking about Christ Jesus, when we believed, and seated us with him in heavenly places. That's our position. Because we are in Christ. We are in Christ Jesus. We are positioned. We've been been placed in Christ Jesus. Verse 7, And he did this, so that in the ages to come he might clearly show the immeasurable and unsurpassed riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. We're in Christ by providing for our redemption. Verse 8, for it is by grace. I want to say that again. It is by grace. God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ. That you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. Through faith. It's your faith that will save you. And this salvation is not of yourself. Not through your own effort. But it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. But I want us to understand as we completed reading that text is that your salvation doesn't come by your works. There's nothing that you can do in your own effort that will save you. There is nothing that you can do in your own effort that will deliver you from judgment. There's nothing that you can do on your own separate from the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and through Christ Jesus that you can do that will bring you salvation or deliverance from sin. It's the grace and the mercy of God that brought the gift of salvation unto us. Yes, salvation is a gift. Amen. So I want to talk on believers' position in Christ. So we are in Christ Jesus. We've been placed in Christ Jesus. We're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Amen. So today I want to talk on four four points that will help us to understand our position in Christ Jesus. Amen. Talking about our position in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's look at number one. 
And I want us to understand when we go through number one, that before you can be positioned in Christ Jesus, you have to be in his word. Amen. Because it's his word that takes us to the next place of being in Christ Jesus. So we have to be in the word and the word have to be in us. We have to believe the word and we have to, hallelujah, act on the word in order for our salvation or our deliverance to be put in place. And in order for us to be seated in Christ Jesus, we got to come through the word of God. Amen. So let's look at number one. And number one is believers are engrafted. We're engrafted. Well, what, what's another word for engrafted? We've been engraved. Hallelujah. What's another word for engrafted? We've been implanted. We've been securely set or set securely and permanently. We've been attached. We've been fastened. We've been fixed. We've been hitched. Hallelujah. In the word of God. Glory to God, which is Christ Jesus, that word. Amen. So let's look at James 1.21 out of the Amplified Bible. And it reads, So get rid of all uncleanliness and all that remains of wickedness. And with a humble spirit, receive, we have to receive. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How do we receive? We receive by faith. It said that we have to humble our spirit. We have to have with a humble spirit, receive the word of God which is implanted, actually rooted in our hearts. Glory to God, which is able to save our souls. Well, what, what do we mean by save our souls? Because, you know, we'll see it further on down that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. We are new creation in Christ Jesus. But James say that, the word of God will save our soul. Well, when we talk about our soul, we talk about our mind, our intellect, our ability to think. Glory to God, our emotions. Glory to God. So he's saying that the word of God will save our soul. When we get the word of God in our heart and renew our mind. Glory to God. I'm going to read that again. So get rid of all uncleanliness and all that remains of wickedness. With a humble spirit, receive the word of God, which is implanted, actually rooted in your heart, which is able to save your souls. It's the word of God that will save your soul. Nothing else can save your soul but the word of God. Hallelujah. Nothing in this earth can save and satisfy your soul outside of the word of God. It's the only the word of God that will be able to save your soul. 
It's only the word of God that will be able to renew your mind. Glory to God is able. It's only the word of God that will be able to keep your emotions under control. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. It's the word of God that can bring peace to your soul. It's the word of God that can stabilize your soul to keep you from being unstable. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's the word of God that will cause you to think in line with the word of God. That will save your soul. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, let's look at number two. Number two is believers are positioned in Christ. Glory to God. We've been positioned in Christ. I say we've been positioned in Christ. So I ran across another word. Hallelujah. That that's, that's synonymous to position. And that word is inborn. Yeah, I know we've been reborn. But this word is talking about inborn. I-N-B-O-R-N. Inborn. What does that word mean? What does inborn mean? It means that uh, uh, a phrase uh, synonymous with inborn in one's blood. In other words, we, we are one with the blood of Jesus. We've been inborn into the word of, into the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We've been reborn by the word of God and through Christ Jesus, but we've been inborn into the blood of Jesus. And, and, and it went on to say, being a part of the innermost nature of a person. That's what inborn means. Being a part of the innermost nature of a person or thing. Implanted, fixed, or securely set, or set securely. Hallelujah. We're in Christ. We've been fixed in Christ Jesus. Glory to God, we've been implanted. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's look at some of the positions that we have in Christ. Number one, or A, is the new creation in Christ Jesus. We've been created in Christ Jesus. We, we've been reborn in Christ Jesus. We are New creatures in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We're in Christ. Let's look at 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter in the 17th verse out of the Amplified Bible. It said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith, everything that we do, with Christ, in Christ, for Christ, hallelujah, has to be done by faith. Amen. So it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith, in him as Savior. It's your faith. Glory to God. It says, he is a new creature. Reborn 
and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. We've been grafted in Christ Jesus. We've been joined to him. Hallelujah. Through our faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We're new creatures in Christ Jesus. All old things have passed away. So why, why would we continue to live in the past? Why would we continue to hold on to the past things? Glory to God. When the Bible said we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And old things have been passed away. So, so you can't hold on to the past and grab a hold of the present and the future and, and think you're going to move forward in Christ Jesus when you're still holding on to the past. So, so you got this, this same, hallelujah, almost amount of force that's pulling you back as you do forward. So therefore, you're going to have to will your way. You're going to have to will your way forward. Glory to God. But you got to do it by faith. You got to will your way forward and add the force of the Holy Ghost to help pull you forward so that you can leave those things that are behind you. Because you can't change those things that are behind you. You can't recreate those things that are behind you because those things behind you no longer exist. So therefore, we have to live in the present and press toward the future. I say we have to live in the present and press toward the future in the word of God through Christ Jesus. Because we are new creatures in Christ. Glory to God. Let's look at B. We're seated in Christ Jesus. That's our position. We're seated in Christ. The Bible didn't say that we're seated beside him or in front of him or behind him. It said that we're seated in him. We're seated in Christ Jesus. Well, let's look at proof text. Ephesians 2, 6 out of the Amplified Bible. And he raised us up together with him when we believe. So when do you believe? Glory to God. The very moment you asked him to come into your life, you believe that he's there. You believe that you are in Christ by your faith. Glory to God. So it's saying he raised us up together with him when we believe. And seated us with him in the heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. That's our position. We've been positioned by God through our faith in Christ. We've been positioned in Christ Jesus. Amen. But I want to remind us that in order to get to that point, that we can be in Christ Jesus. We got to go through the word of God. We got to believe the word of God. We got to confess the word of God. We got to believe in Christ Jesus. And we got to confess him, confess him openly. 
Glory to God that he is Lord and Savior. And then we're a new creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Then we're seated in Christ. I said we're seated in Christ Jesus. Now I want to read that scripture again because that needs to sink in. It says, and he raised us up. We've been raised up together with Christ Jesus. Glory to God. When he was raised from the dead, we, we was raised up with him. I said, when he was raised from the dead, we were raised up with him, together with him, when we believe. See, your resurrection takes place in your life when you believe. Glory to God. And then when you believe, then the word of God said we've been seated. He seated us. God seated us with him in heavenly places. In heavenly places. Glory to God. We sit high above the enemy. I said we sit high above the enemy because we've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Or well, where is Christ? Christ is seated at the right hand side of God. Glory to God. So if he's at the right hand side of God and we're in him, that means that we're seated at the right hand side of God. Amen. Hallelujah. In heavenly places. Let's look at C. So, so we, we're still talking about our position in Christ. So C, I want us to let, want to let us know or get us uh, to understand that we live in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're not just alive in Christ Jesus, but we live in Christ Jesus. I said we live in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We're a part of him. We've been implanted in him. We've been inborn in his blood. We've been reborn, hallelujah, by his blood. Glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God. We've been reborn by his resurrection. Hallelujah. But we live in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Galatians 2.20, Amplified Bible. Glory to God. You can never get enough scriptures or never get enough word of God Glory to God to help us to understand what, what, what we are, who we are, and where we are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's look at Galatians 2.20 in the Amplified Bible. Because I want us to understand that the Holy Spirit, he grabs a hold of the word of God when we speak it out of our mouth. When we believe it in our hearts. Glory to God. We believe it in our hearts and speak it out of our mouth. Then the Holy Spirit grab a hold. He locks on to that word. Glory to God. Then the power of God begin to saturate that word as it comes out of your heart and your mouth. And it begin to change things. It begin to move things. It begin to, to, to cause things to go. It cause things to come in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But Galatians 2.20 in the Amplified Bible Say, I have, I have been crucified. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When he was crucified, we was crucified with him. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said we were crucified with Christ Jesus. Say, I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him, in Christ Jesus, I have shared his, his, his crucifixion. Glory to God. We were a part of the crucifixion because we were crucified with him. Say, it is no longer I who live. Glory to God. You can live your own life, but you're going to live it separately from God if you never accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I advise you not to try to do that any longer. Hallelujah. Because you, if you're separated from God and you're separated from Jesus, you're separated from the Holy Ghost. And the main thing, you're separated from his word, then you're spiritually dead. Glory to God. Don't you want to live? Don't you want to have life? That life more abundantly? Don't you want to have eternal life? Well, in order to do that, you got to position yourself in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. You got to live in Christ Jesus. You just, you're just not alive in Christ, but you want to live in Christ Jesus. You want to live the life of Christ. You want to live the lifestyle of Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. The lifestyle of Christ. I said we want to live the lifestyle of Christ, the life that he, he, he paid his, his, his precious blood for, is that we can have a better life, that we can have a new life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It said I've been, I've been crucified with Christ. That is in him. In him. In Jesus. I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ liveth in me. You not only live in him, but he lives in you. He lives in us. Hallelujah. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith. Glory to God. As long as you walk this earth in this body, you are going to have to live by faith. Glory to God, the life of Christ, living in Christ Jesus. Living in Christ Jesus is living the life of faith. By adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's a good God. But let's go on. Let's look at D. Hallelujah. It said we are the workmanship. We are the workmanship of God created in Christ. We're still talking about being in Christ. We're still talking about being positioned in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified Bible. For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork or work of art. Glory to God, how you see yourself. Glory to God, God just told you how he see you. You a masterwork. You a work of art. God don't make mistakes, amen? Created in Christ Jesus. Glory to God, that work was created in Christ Jesus. We were reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used. Glory to God, are you ready to be used by God? For good works, 
which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life. Glory to God. God wants us to live the good life. Hallelujah. I say he wants us to live a good life. He don't want us to live a poverty-stricken life. He don't want us to live a sinful life. He don't want us to live a sick life. Glory to God. He wants us to live a prosperous life, a healthy life, a whole life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. An abundant life. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set. God has set your path so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Glory to God, are you going to receive it? Are you going to receive the good life that he prepared for us? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's shouting ground. I said, that's shouting ground. That ought to make you want to shout. That ought to make you want to get up and run. That ought to make you want to say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at E. Talking about still in position in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at authority in Christ. Glory to God. Our authority is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The authority that he has given us when he left this earth. He said, all authority, all power I give unto you. That same power, that same authority that Jesus walked in is in us as well. Authority in Jesus Christ. Acts 3. 6 in the Amplified Bible, the third chapter in the sixth verse. And it reads, But Peter said, Silver and gold do I not have, but what I do have I give to you. He said in the name of, in the name, the authority and power of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Begin now, Begin now to walk and go on walking. Glory to God, the power and authority of God. Glory to God, they can speak to you and cause things to change. Peter spoke to that man. He commanded him to get up and walk. Glory to God, get up and walk. And that man began to walk and he kept on walking. Glory, hallelujah. That 1 Corinthians 15, 22 in the Amplified Bible. For just as, just as in Adam all died, glory to God, but so also in Christ all will be made alive. Hallelujah. He paid the price for us to live. He paid the price for us to become alive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He didn't reject nobody. He did it for the whole world. But the whole world hadn't received him. Glory to God. But I want the world to know that it's still available. And it would always be available until his return. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's go on to number three. He's still talking about in Christ. We're still talking about our position in Christ Jesus. But number three, we want to talk about who believers are in Christ Jesus. Who are we in Christ Jesus? Glory to God. We're new creatures in Christ. That's who we are. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith, in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition has been passed away. That's who we are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Let's look at B. We is his workmanship. We talked about his workmanship. Hallelujah. Glory to God in Christ. But now let's look at C. Glory to God. Who believers are in Christ Jesus? We're redeemed of God. We're the redeemed of God in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Colossians 1, 13 through 14 in the Amplified Bible. For he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself for the dominion of darkness. From the, from the dominion of darkness. For he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. In whom we have redemption because of his sacrifice resulting in the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation the cancellation of sin's penalty. Our sins has been canceled. Hallelujah. We no longer owe the debt of sin. Jesus has already paid the price. Hallelujah. He paid the price. He, he redeemed us. He bought us back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There's nothing in this earth that had any value. Glory to God. No man in this earth before Christ Jesus that was able to redeem us and set us free. Nobody but Christ Jesus. Because he was a man that walked this earth with no sins. Yeah, I said he didn't sin. I didn't say he wasn't tempted. Hallelujah, but he didn't sin. Glory to God, the same Holy Ghost that was in him. That helped him to restrain from sinning. That same Holy Spirit that same Holy Ghost is in us to help us and to help restrain us from doing wrong. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. So we've been redeemed. We're new creatures. That's who we are. We are his workmanship. That's who we are. We are the redeemed. That's who we are. Indeed, we are the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. Still talking about our position. We're still in Christ. Righteousness. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
Do you not know that you're in right standing with God and that you have a right to declare that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? What authority do you have to say that? Because you have the authority to say that because you're in Christ Jesus, because you've been born again. Glory to God. And because he has made us righteous. So therefore, we can say that we are righteous. Well, not through your own works, not through your good works, not through your good merits, not through what you gave. Glory to God. It's because of what Jesus did that made us righteous. So if we've been made righteous, there's nothing you can do to help get your righteousness. Jesus did it. He paid the price for us to receive our righteousness. He paid the price for us to say we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Romans 3.26 in Amplified Bible. God becomes our righteousness. Hallelujah. God has become our righteousness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is made righteous for us in 1 Corinthians 1.30. And we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You will find that in 2 Corinthians 5.21 in the King James or the Amplified Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at number four. Let's look at what believers have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And we want to look at four, four, four points or four outlines. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That let us know what believers have in Christ. So I want us to understand that believers, as a, believers have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. In other words, he's given us all things but that pertain to the time that we are in this earth. Hallelujah. And the spiritual godliness. Hallelujah. While we're here in this earth. Let's look at 2 Peter 1, 3 in the Amplified Bible. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness. Through true and personal knowledge, you got to know something. I say you got to know something. I want you to understand, in order for your faith to work, you have to know something. You have to know something, and then your faith will work. In other words, not just know something, you got to know the word of God in order for your faith to work. Glory to God. Because the faith of God, faith will only work where the will of God is known. Hallelujah. You got to know something. It's a personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory. And excellence. Hallelujah. Let's look at B. We have who what what we have in Christ, and we have access. We have access to the kingdom. We have access to the kingdom of God because we are in Christ. 
Our access has been restored to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I say our access has been restored because Adam lost that access when he was kicked out of the garden. Glory to God. But Jesus came, paid the price in order that our access can be restored. The curtain, the wall has been torn down. The curtain has been split half in two. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that we can go in and come out. Hallelujah. Boldly. We have access to the presence of God. We have access to the throne of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis 3.24 in the Amplified Bible. So God drove the man out. Hallelujah. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he permanently stationed a cherubim and the sword with the flashing blade, which turned around and round, which turned round and round in every direction to protect and guard the way, the entrance, the access to the tree of life. Adam was shut out. Glory to God. But Jesus was let in. Hallelujah. I said Adam was shut out, but Jesus was let in. Praise God. And when Jesus was let in, glory to God, we went in with him. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans 5.2 in the Amplified Bible. It said, through him, through Christ Jesus, we also have access by faith. It's all about your faith. You can't go nowhere in the Bible, hallelujah, without your faith. It said, through him, we also have access by faith into this remarkable state of grace in which we firmly and safely and securely stand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We stand in faith. Glory to God. We have access. We can go in boldly to the throne of God and make our request known. Hallelujah. Quit being timid. Quit being scared. God ain't going to bite you. Hallelujah. He ain't going to hit you upside the head because he loved you too much. Glory to God. He might correct you every now and then. But how does he correct us? He correct us through his word. Hallelujah. God is not abusive. I say God is not abusive and he's not destructive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo. Hallelujah. Let's look at Ephesians 3.12 in the Amplified Bible. In whom we have boldness. We have boldness. And confident access. Confident access. Through faith in him. That is, our faith gives us sufficient courage to freely and openly approach God through Christ Jesus. Jesus gave us access. Hallelujah. You have access. Glory to God. Let's look at C. What, 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 what believers have in Christ? We have rights and privileges. I said we have rights and we have privileges. Just as you live in this country, in the U.S., hallelujah, in the U.S. you have rights and you have privileges. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have rights and you have privileges. Glory to God. So it's also in the kingdom of God. We have rights and we have privileges in the kingdom 
of God. What kind of rights? We have birthrights. Glory to God, we have birthrights. We have privileges. We have favor. Glory to God. Let's look at Romans 4, 3 in Amplified. Talking about Abraham believed in. He trusted. Relied on God. And it was credited to his account as righteousness. Right living. Right standing in God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have a right to declare our righteousness. Glory to God. We in right standing with God. Hallelujah, we have privileges. Glory to God, we got birthrights. Glory to God, birthrights. I said we have birthrights. Hallelujah. Glory to God, let's look at D. And we have authority in Christ. That's what we have, authority. What does authority imply? Authority implies power for a specific purpose within specific limits. Granted the authority to manage. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have specific purpose. We have power for specific purposes that God has planned for our life. We have power for specific limits. Hallelujah. And we've been granted authority to manage that power. And to manage the things that he has put in our possession. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God has given us authority in this earth. Hallelujah. He's given us authority. He's given us authority. He's given us authority in this earth. Hallelujah. But I believe the church is not walking in its full authority nowadays. Hallelujah. Why is that? Because they don't believe. Because of a lack of unbelief. Because of unbelief. Because of a lack of believing. Hallelujah. But we have authority in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There are three things that, that we should know about our authority. We have to know what it is. You got to know what, you, what, you, what authority is. Glory to God is power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have to know what it is. We have to know that it belongs to us. Hallelujah. And we have to know how to use it. I'm going to read that again. We have to know. We have to know what it is. We have to know what authority is. We have to know that that authority belongs to us as believers. And we have to know how to use that authority. And the word of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will teach us how to use that authority. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, that authority. It said both the head and the body are seated next to God in the place of power and authority. I'm going to read that again. Both the head, that's Jesus, and the body, that's us, the church, are seated next to God in the place, in the place. We've been positioned in a place of a power and authority. Hallelujah. And right quickly, I want to go over six, six characteristics of authority. Glory to God. And I'm going to name those six characteristics. And then we'll talk briefly about them just for a second or two. 
One of them is dominion. The second one is power. The third one is jurisdiction. The fourth one is control. The fifth one is command. Hallelujah. And the sixth one is wait. Wait. Yeah, wait. We're going to talk about six of them. Six of them. There's dominion, power, jurisdiction, control, command, and wait. Wait. W-E-I-G-H-T. Wait. Glory to God. Those are the characteristics of authority. And this, those are the things that the church should be walking in. We should be walking in dominion. Hallelujah. Glory to God because God said he's given us dominion in this earth. Over everything in this earth. Glory to God. We should be walking in power. We should be walking in jurisdiction. We should be walking in control. We should be walking in command. We should be walking in the weight of God's word. Because God's word is heavy, heavy, heavy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's look at uh, dominion. Dominion means the right to govern or rule or determine. I say dominion means the right to govern or rule or determine. It stresses sovereign power or supreme authority. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have the right to govern this earth. We have a right to rule in this earth. And we have a right to determine how things are run in this earth. But the church hadn't stepped up to the plate. Because we have that dominion. God gave it to us from the beginning. Power. Power implies possession of, of ability to apply or exercise force authority, or influence. Hallelujah. We have the power to mold public opinion. Glory to God. This world system shouldn't be having the power to mold public opinion. Glory to God. The word of God through us should set up public opinions. Hallelujah. The power. Power implies possession of ability. We have that ability because he gave it to us. Jesus gave it to us to apply. Are we applying the power of God in this earth today to exercise force? Are we exercising the power of God in this earth today? Hallelujah. Are we exercising our authority? Are we exercising our influence or are we running scared? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, let's look at the next one. Number three, jurisdiction. Jurisdiction, all these are the characteristics of authority. Jurisdiction applies to official power exercised within prescribed limits. Official power. We are official because we've been given dominion. We've been given power. We've been given the authority. Glory to God in this earth. The earth is our jurisdiction. Hallelujah in heaven. The kingdom of God has been placed in this earth. Well, where is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is within us. 
The kingdom of God is in our hearts. The kingdom of God is, is in the word of God. The kingdom of God is in Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus is in us and we are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So we have jurisdiction over this earth. Just like in Birmingham, the Birmingham Police Department have jurisdiction over the city limits of Birmingham. The county sheriff have jurisdiction over the, 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 uh, the county. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The state have jurisdiction over the state. Glory, hallelujah. The, the United States government have jurisdiction over the United States. But we as believers, glory to God, hallelujah, we have jurisdiction in this earth, over the whole earth. I said we have jurisdiction as a believer in Christ over this whole earth. It applies to official power exercised within prescribed limits. The earth is our prescribed limits. Glory to God, hallelujah. We have jurisdiction. Let's look at the next one. Control. We have control in this earth. I say we have control in this earth through Christ Jesus. Control stresses the power to direct or restrain. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can control your lifestyle through Christ Jesus, by the Spirit of God, through the Word of God. Hallelujah. We have control. We have self-control through the word of God. Control stresses the power to direct or restrain. We are responsible. Glory to God. Hallelujah for believers. Hallelujah. Under, under our control. We are responsible for those things in this earth under our control. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. The next one is command. We have the authority to command. Glory to God. We have the authority to command. Command implies the power to make arbitrary decisions and compel obedience. Glory to God. We have the power to command that devil to, to get away. We have the power to command that devil. Hallelujah. To stay on our feet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have the power. We have the power to command that devil to, to, to leave our bodies alone. We have the, the power to command those storms, those tornadoes, those hurricanes. Hallelujah. To cease. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. We have the command to command the tornadoes to lose their strength, to lose their power in the name of Jesus. How do we do we have to believe it. We have to believe the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. And wait is the last one. Wait. Glory to God. Wait implies measurable and decisive influence in determining acts or choices. Their wishes obviously carry much weight. The word of God carries much weight. We're not talking about wishes. Glory to God. The word of God carries weight. Hallelujah. And we have the weight, the measurable and decisive influence. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God to get people saved. We have the the the, the measurable and decipherable influence. Glory to God on this earth, in this world system. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at Ephesians and then we'll close. Ephesians 1, verse 18 through 23. And I want to read it right quick. Verse 18. And I pray, we're reading out the Amplified Bible. And I pray that the eyes of your understanding, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you. The riches of his glory is glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people. That's what we're talking about, believers. Verse 19. And so that you will begin to know, we need to know, what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in us who believe. It's in us, the power of God. These are in accordance to the working of his mighty strength. Verse 20. Which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Verse 21. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. Glory to God. Whether angelic or human. Uh, far and far above every name that is named above every title that can be conferred not only in this age and world but also in the one to come and he put all things in every realm in, subje in subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme an authoritative head over all things in the church. Glory to God, which is his body. That's us. The fullness of him who fills and completes all things in believers. Talking about Jesus. Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. I pray that you've gotten something out of this message. We're talking about believers' position in Christ Jesus, knowing who you are, what belong to you, glory to God, where your position is, hallelujah, your position is in Christ, so I pray that you were blessed, hallelujah, from this message, and I pray that you'll be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole, until we meet again, in Jesus' name.